In high school, I was a straight-A student. I took way too much pride in that fact, more pride than I certainly should have. And it's funny because 20-plus years later, the rapid development of artificial intelligence, or AI, is making it clear to all of us that none of us should glory in our intelligence. But we glory in so many different things. We glory in our positions, or maybe in our titles, an important person with a grand title. Or we might glory in our family. We might glory in our ancestors, like people who will make a big deal and tell you about how their ancestors founded the parish. Or perhaps we'll glory in our descendants, and the number of grandchildren that we have, what a beautiful blessing. But we can sometimes go overboard and glory in those things. We can glory in our possessions, in the stuff that we own. And we can even glory in our ethnic heritage. My favorite example of, of this is, of course, the hilarious patriarch in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, who is trying to make the case that the word Kimono comes from the word himona, which of course is absolutely ridiculous. But it's, it's very funny, but it's also a reality that it's very easy for us to glory in things that are completely empty. And in the epistle today that we heard, which was from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, it was the end of that epistle to the Galatians, we hear him addressing the Christians in that place about a negative peer pressure they were experiencing in the church regarding circumcision. And of course, circumcision is a sign of belonging to the Jewish faith, which comes from the Old Testament, part of being an observant Jew. But St. Paul says very clearly to the Galatians, he says, if you focus on these empty external things versus the real sacrificial willingness to suffer for God's will and to do his commandments, you are off the path. And we can do that here even in church. I'm talking about coming to church on Sundays, but doing absolutely nothing during the week related to the spiritual life. So coming to church is a good thing. I know I'm preaching to the choir here. You're the ones who are actually here. Coming to church is a good thing, but it can turn into an empty external, just like circumcision had turned into an empty external for some of the people in Galatia. You see this also with people who make a big deal about baptism or weddings as a social event, and then totally neglect the spiritual significance of those sacraments. It has no bearing on the rest of their life. We can wear a nice cross around our necks and yet forget about the meaning of the real cross it represents. And St. Paul says to us today, far be it from me to glory except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world is crucified to me and I to the world. 
far be it from us, brothers and sisters, to glory in anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I have just one simple question for you today, and that is, for what are you willing to suffer and sacrifice? For what are you willing to suffer and sacrifice? Because that is the message of the cross. That is the message of the cross on which Christ suffered in sacrificial love for us. Now, most of us are probably willing to sacrifice for our loved ones, for our family, for our spouse, for our children, for our parents, perhaps. But the question to us today is, are you willing to suffer and sacrifice for the sake of obedience to the commandments of God, who calls us to so much more than coming to church just on Sunday mornings? That's the question. And we're blessed today to have the commemoration of a saint who calls us and inspires us to this kind of obedience, St. Cornelius the Centurion, about whom you can read in the 10th chapter of Acts, who, of course, was a Gentile, but a devout, God-fearing man who received the Holy Spirit. is one of the first Gentiles to receive the Holy Spirit during the time of the young church. And we also, interestingly enough, commemorate today the consecration of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. And it's interesting because the word for consecration in Greek is engenia, and that means renewal. And that, brothers and sisters, is the thought with which I want to leave you. Because if you embrace the mystery of the cross, which the church calls the life-giving tree, contrasting it to the tree in paradise through which we fell, if you embrace the mystery of the cross and you're willing, with God's help and His grace, to suffer and sacrifice for the sake of His commandments, for the sake of obedience to His commandments, then He will renew you. He will renew you. In the midst of that suffering, in the midst of that sacrifice, you will be renewed. For the God who said, Behold, I make all things new.